In my experience, conversations are best had with a glass of whiskey. Join me, Alan Kogan, as I engage in meaningful discussions while enjoying a glass of my favorite spirit. Welcome to the Kogan Conversation. Back in January of this year, I joined roughly 200 fellow officer candidates at the prestigious Alabama Military Academy at Fort McClellan, Alabama. At this school, the Army National Guard offers an eight-week accelerated course designed to push soldiers looking to commission to their limits. Upon completion of this rigorous course, I earned my butter bar and achieved the rank of second lieutenant within the United States Army. I couldn't have done this without the amazing friends I made while there. Accelerated Officer Candidate School is designed to make you embrace the suck, and we all became closer while doing hundreds of push-ups each day after only three hours of sleep. I keep in touch with many of my fellow fresh LTs, and I'm proud to see us all integrating into our units and marching forward towards next training events. I know many of you will hear this episode, including tax, so I want to take this time and say thank you for your steadfast devotion to yourself, your country, and your assistance in making OCS what it was. You are all my brothers and sisters in arms, and I'm excited to see our careers progress. It shall be done! Views expressed in this podcast are not a representation of the United States Army, TRADOC, Alabama Army National Guard, or Officer Candidate School. Drew Johnson here. I had the pleasure of sitting down with my brothers to discuss some of our memories and shenanigans at Accelerated Officer Candidate School at Fort McClellan, Alabama. While I was present for this entire conversation, I had several audio issues and sadly am no more than mentioned during this episode. But fear not, my sweet Southern charm will be back on a future edition of this topic and I can't wait to share my experiences. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And butter. Uh, so Brian, <laughs> Brian Mack from Illinois, OCS. No prior military experience whatsoever. Just kind of joined. Fun fact, played baseball and basketball in college. My, uh, my name is Alex Hawkins. I spent five years or so on active duty in the Army and joined the Guard. Well, four years on active duty, joined the Guard, immediately deployed with my unit as, a, as an UD tech. I was a UD baby the whole time. Joined the Guard, uh, deployed to Kuwait and Iraq, got real tired of being enlisted, so decided to go to miserable OCS uh, with these gentlemen who, who made it better. And it's funny because I'm married, my wife's uh, in med school, and I, when I tell her stories about how miserable OCS was, and I tell her the stories about us or Craig or just anyone being crazy, she's like, you make it sound like it's not that bad. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just so happy <laughs> to be here on this podcast. I'm glad that we all we all made it through with our crazy, our crazy times and... Uh, that's my story. No, but I, I, I've been. I know we talked about this while we were at OCS, and you know, th- th- it was kind of funny that I was like, "Kogan's got a podcast," and it's like, "Well, yeah, it's it's a for fun, whatever side project that my my, my producer Grant and I are doing." And Grant's not here; he can be here. But uh, I thought it'd be cool to get you guys on. Obviously, there's others who have said they want to come on too. I know Willemowski would love to do this, and you know, we'll do this again probably with others. But uh, we haven't spoken to each other since, other than just you know texting here and there. Um, so this is the first time I've seen your guys' face, and it's it's uh, it's been a pleasure. But uh, I 
I will say that, uh, you know, as terrible as OCS was at its worst moments, I'm pretty sure our platoon for th- second and third phase was beyond a doubt the best and the most fun. I, I, I watched other candidates around and other, other tacks, whoever, and they were not having as much fun as they were. And I, I mean, I credit, credit where credit's due, I, you know, Dornbush and, and Craig and, and, and Sabine, you know, they all, they all had a big hand in that cookie jar, but I don't know. It was, it was a great time. Well, I talked to I yeah. talked to one of the guys in my unit who is prior enlisted. He went to South Carolina, uh, South Dakota for his accelerated OCS right before we deployed. So he deployed as a PL. And uh, when I when I told him I was going, I was like, "Hey man, like give me the download. You know, what do I what should I bring? It's not on the packing list." And he's like, "Cool." Told me he was like, "Hey man, it's gonna suck." And I was like, "Oh, like man." And he he had never been on active duty, and I was like, "Listen, like I've I know what this suck is." <laughs> I was like, "I I've played the game. It'll be fine." He was like, "Oh man, like it's, it's gonna suck." And I was like. Whatever. And then I got there, and I was like, oh. And I got back, and I was like, you piece of shit. I was like, you didn't tell me how bad it was going to suck. And he was like, no, I told you. You just didn't listen. And he was like, would it have changed your mind? I was like, no. But I wouldn't go back now. And I asked him. I asked him. I was like, I told him about the, you know, we were doing push-ups, and we just started saying zeros. And attacks. were like, you know, it doesn't count. And Craig's like, we don't want it to count, ma'am. And he, I was like, do you guys do anything fun like that? And he was like, No. He was like, we just were miserable the whole time. And I was like, oh, you didn't have a good class. And he was like, you know, I just told him all the different stories. And he was like, God, I wish I had been there with you guys. So apparently <laughs> what we did is a, a little bit, at least, out of the norm, which is good for me to know. I feel better about that. Right. Well, I will say that uh, a couple of my buddies who I was in, uh, I don't know if your guys' state has this. It's an RSPO program. It's like RSP, but for officers, yeah. it's a kind of holdover until OCS starts. And they, you, everyone, whether you're going accelerated or you're part of the traditional program, you're, you're there together until you leave. And a couple of the guys reached out to me who were going, uh, starting, t- uh, their phase one, two week for a traditional, cause you go for traditional, you go two week and then come back and just and do the next 18 months or whatever it is. And, uh, he was me, is there anything I need to prep for? I'm like, I don't, I mean, it's two weeks of, of just getting your shit pushed in. It's, it is what it is. But then, uh, when you come back, you're just going to be doing one week in a month. And I can't even fathom what, what, if it, what a different experience that would have been for me or for yeah. us. It's like, yeah, it was eight weeks of, of, you know, there were times that really sucked, but there were also times that weren't so bad. And I'm like, to do that for, you know, one weekend a month for 12 plus months, I couldn't, no way. Because there's people who <laughs> we were in phase two with who left after six weeks who still haven't, they won't commission until yeah, probably next right. year. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to get it over with. If I had, if I had the chance to go home after phase two and do phase three at home, I absolutely would have. The only reason I, when they, you know, they're saying, "Hey, if somebody wants to go home, or if you guys want to stay," and then I was like, "Well, if I go home, then I just, I just have to come back for phase three. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that doesn't help." <laughs> and after phase one, I was like, "Well, I'm already here." And my phase one wasn't that bad, <clears throat> or by our, our uh, yeah. The first two weeks, we had, I mean, I had the best platoon. Our attacks were awesome. So uh, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. And then eh, it gets worse. And they're like, it can't get worse than this. And then it does. And then you're like, well, I could go home. And then you're like, but then I got to come back. And it's just, it's just a cyclical, <laughs> depressive cycle. What I found interesting is like time just moves so slow. Like it was, you know, every yeah. week I would just look back and be like, dude, it's only been a day. Like, what the hell? Like, no, that's the one thing, though, I explained. Like, when I came back, it was like time was just moving so fast. You know, when you're there, it's just, you know, I look back and it was like, dude, that felt like a year that I was at OCS. But in reality, two months is what? 
here. It's been yeah, it was last time. It's been what five months since we graduated, like whatever. Well, an- another accelerated another accelerated yeah. class has really? just graduated. Like, that's what that's what that's yeah. what's wild to me is that they just graduated from. Uh, yeah, when, you, South when you work twenty hour days, <laughs> yeah. your days are really really long for eight weeks. When and I mean I mean when we work what eight eight hour days if that depending on you know what job we have right like eight hours yeah. might be like. Oh yeah, we work eight hours, but like, do we? <laughs> and, right. And you're like, oh. I just thought it was so funny. Like when you're putting leadership, there's a point at night when you're busting your ass. You're like, shit, I gotta get this done, get this done, get this ready. And then after like you realize like I'm gonna get an hour of sleep, you're like, all right, fuck it. Like I'm gonna yell that. I don't care anymore. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just yeah, thought that was the funniest my leadership thing ever. Eval? Yep. Yeah. Like we learned we learned pretty quick that the, like it was going to be pretty hard to fail those leadership evaluations and your, and all the testing that was done. Like there's, after there's a, there's one. a method to the madness, yeah. right? That I, after phase one, but it was like, I'll bear people who I, mean, I stress a little bit here and there until you realize that no, 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 you have to be like the most incompetent <laughs> fool to not be able to, to get your, you know, bootstraps pulled up you tight enough. Having sex on the roof. Know. And if you know, you know, <laughs> And you can still pass your leadership emails. Holy shit. <laughs> Who's going to say it? That's great. That's an, that's an inside joke. No, I, I, I know that one. It was the weirdest yeah, shit when ever. He wasn't getting, when he wasn't getting smoked by Major. I still like... I still... No, dude, it was more than that. It was like every week I was in our office like... I remember, I remember literally I got a phone call from one of, uh, like our major, Major Dudley. You guys all met Dudley at the beginning, right? Yeah. And he like, he calls yeah, me and he, he goes, your... dude, I can't believe you got away with all this shit. <laughs> He's like, he, he was dying. He was like, you did Like, I heard you did this. Is this true? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's like, how boring was it? And I was That's like, so yeah. awesome. I was losing my, I was losing my damn mind. Like I had to do like goofy shit to have fun. Like. Like I'm, I remember yeah. thinking the dude yeah. on the ball was the funniest fucking thing in the world, and like looking back at it, I just remember being in and just looking at you, and I was just like, "Dude on the ball!" <laughs> like I gave no. There was like a point that where it hit, and I gave no, no fucks. I just stopped giving a shit. But he made he made everything like a breeze to the point where you know third phase they couldn't fuck with us. Like, yeah, right. it was like they were like tr- making shit up to like fuck with us at that point. Like just yeah, they didn't know what to do anymore. I remember, like, um, who was it? Was it Garcia, the one tech? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was. He even told me, like, we were talking all the time on the side, and he was like, yeah, dude. He's like, you guys got your shit together. He's like, we got to fuck with you. It's our job. Like, <laughs> and even. Um, yeah, he was awesome. What's his, yeah, and, like, that was, like, the whole point of that stupid little society was just, like, camaraderie. Like, we would, like, talk about ways to, like, fuck around and get away with shit. And then, like, that's kind of the whole point of it. Like, Dornbush and all them, it was just, like, to keep. Just keep it fun, but like keep, keep it sane. I'll never forget that first time I, I I learned about it. I mean, I knew about it, but I, I didn't know what you guys were doing. And it was, it wasn't. It was kind of early on when you guys had kind of first started doing the stuff. But I was I was in. I think I was a first sergeant. I was in leadership, so I was like in charge of the company. I was trying to get things done right and pass the, that big eval. And uh, I was in the laundry room doing some stuff in the, in the barracks. And then all of a sudden, a, a bunch of these guys walk in with sheets over their head, with with glow sticks. <laughs> And they just go into the, one of the, the one of the side rooms where the dryers are, and I'm just I, I'm like, 
，还还有人马。So confused. That was great though. Being in a big three, I never had to do it. I dude, first sergeant was best.、Um, yeah. I was first sergeant. I fucking loved it. Yeah, so it, I, I will say that. I mean, I, I think I, I got it. I got it the easier with uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Baltazar, for certain Baltazar, the the female. She was great. Um, but she was. She told me that once I got my eval, that I was the first one that she evaled. I'm like, oh, so that's good for me because whatever. I mean, I, I'm sure I did a fine job, but I got first sergeant when we were doing the ACFT. So I was. I had to account. Not just for personnel, but for all that fucking equipment. Oh yeah. And I hand counted it. I hand jammed all of all everything, like down to the rag that was in the box, and I gave it to whatever. And then Captain Morris came over to me, and he's like, "Don't take this so seriously, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I still, I still, I still talk to him to this day. He's awesome. But、oh, what the cool, fuck?、Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did like. It's a little, little crazy, but it's great. I was laying down pulling security during phase three, and I was just like falling asleep behind the gun, like midday, right? Like we're just like two hours, and we just had to fucking lay there, and like right around、uh, the burned area where we were at.、And、he was like, "You know what I mean?" He's like, "Hey," and he saw that I was sleeping. I was like, "I thought I was gonna yell at him." He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, just "Pulling security," and then we just talked for like half an hour. And he was telling me about like ranger school. He was telling me about、uh, SFAS, and he was talking to me. And him and I just talked for half an hour. He's like, "You probably served." So I told him, and him and I just like talked for half an hour. And he's like. Alright, don't die out there. And he like left. <laughs> I was like, "Chill, dude." <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. When I was a、uh, first sergeant, oh yeah, he like pulled me in his office. It was me, and then、um, that one guy who ended up getting kicked out. Oh fuck, can't remember his name. He was. He just goes, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm、Rough. trying to like get this guy to pass." <laughs> and they're like feeding us and shit, and he's like giving us like coffee, and like we're like shooting the shit, and.、Uh, He was just like, yeah, take care of this guy, like help this guy pass, like, and the guy just like kept fucking up left and right, like, and that was the day, that was the day we had a field trip, and I was like, dude, this is gonna cake, we're getting split up, like I have the list, and then I gave it to him to take over for the rest, of, like the leadership, and then I come back and they get, they're like, yeah, and they're like, yeah, he's gonna get kicked out, and I was like, what the fuck did you do, man? You just had to like take these guys up the hill, and like the easiest day ever, like, and I had it written out like step by、yeah. step for the guy. Uh, felt bad. He was a good dude, though. He helped me run the、uh, what was it, the five miles? Like he ran with me the whole time. I wonder if he, he went like, back. Yeah, he was in shape. Yeah, he paced me. I wonder if he.、Uh, I wonder if he、time. went back at like for this next phase. Yeah,、uh, maybe.、So. Well, remember? Do you remember?、Uh, that reminds me of、uh, what's his name, Kranz. Oh, fuck. <laughs>、um, so, well, Brian, you were with yeah, me in my、yeah. squad, uh, but uh, I don't remember. You guys might not remember him. So he. He, it was his fifth time doing the、uh, squad sticks for the, the actual passing, and he had gotten recycled a couple times and came back, and and finally he was passed. And、uh, one of our tacks, I talked to him, and he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, he, he didn't do that great of a job, but at the end of the day, he's actually commissioning to be a chaplain." And I'm like, "Why is he coming to accelerated OCS to be a chaplain? There's direct commissioning." He said. For whatever reason, I'm guessing his state funding or whatever just made him go this way, this route. the The tack was like at the end of the day. I mean, he's never going to lead troops to any kind of combat situation. He's going to be a chaplain. I'm not too worried about how he reads an op board. That that's not, especially at this early phase. If you're going to define his career by that, then what's the point? I'm like, okay. Were you, any of you like Brian? You might have been for a minute, but in the in the the talk at the end of the.、Uh, 
the entire Platoon 6 at, like, it was our last week. <laughs> um, the talk of the end of Platoon 6? What part? Like... So, when we were, it was, we were at the, the FOB, um, FOB WIT, and we, uh, I forget who was the last, I can't think of their names, um, short, shorter Marine, prior service Marine with glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bell? Bell, I right? have his phone number, I texted him the other day. <laughs> I think I saw, I'm looking at his Instagram literally yesterday, go on. So he, uh, <clears throat> he was, I think, the commander, company commander. And then uh, it was by we were doing it by platoon. So uh, at some point, I think wasn't Netty XO. I forget. Anyway, so uh, they were in charge, and they had brought in. Uh, they were rotating the roles for like the RTO and the people who are on the maps and whatever, and just office personnel. Um, and then at some point during the night, they just I, like I got in there, and I was it was like halfway through the day. It was, I think it was at noon. And I went in there after eating lunch, and I just stayed, and I was having a good time. So I was I, I played RTO, I played map guy, I was ever. We did a oh, briefing yeah, yeah, for yeah. a couple uh, higher higher ups that came in, and I just stayed. And they rotated a couple other people. I was there with Kaiser, and uh, him and I talked a lot, yeah. and we caught up, and got to know each other a lot right then. And uh, anyway, and then we had that whole thing happen at the end of the night where uh, they attacked our, the base, yeah, yeah. and it was a whole whole shenanigans. And at the end, uh, Cat Morris came in and brought us coffee, and we just sat there, and we were asking the question because we, we really lost radio contact because of these dumb radios that didn't have good batteries um, with two platoons who were out in the field. And it's like, okay, obviously we have cell phones, and we know where they really are in real time, but we were talking to him, like, what would be the plan? And so he's like, well, do you guys want to go to bed, or do you guys want to actually, like, gameplay the get war game this out and have some fun and it's like i don't i got nowhere to be <laughs> so, <laughs> uh sir sir i need to go uh fucking starbucks real quick <laughs> yeah so we were in there and 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 just chugging like five i think i had five or six cups of coffee and we were you know doing all this stuff and i think it was like three in the morning four in the morning before we finally just bed down for an hour or two it was the most peeled back, like actually learning experience that we ever had during OCS. Wait, do you, guys learn, do you guys learn something? <laughs> <laughs> so I was in there with uh, Alan. I was in there, I think, right before you came in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I replaced you. Yeah, because uh, I remember there, it was funny as fuck. It was me. Wilmowski was like in charge of the security or whatever. And I remember they were coming up to us and they're like, hey, like we got... And they're like, hey, we got like a full bird coming in here. I forgot what it was. it a full bird or was it even higher? Yeah, it was Colonel. It was Colonel, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you like, he's coming in here and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, hey, like, the one dude, I forgot, he was like going to be a lawyer. Um, and he was like, and then he ended up like disappearing. And the full bird comes in there and he goes, they're like, oh, yeah, can you talk to him about the map? And I was like, me? <laughs> I was like, me? And like, of course, like Major Walker's right there. <laughs> I'm like, you really want me to talk about this shit, like, of all people. And, like, I ended up killing it, and then they're like, oh, who's in charge of security? And I was like, oh, that's going to be Wilmowski. Let me bring you to him. I walk outside, like, hey, oh, Wilmowski, come over here. And, like, me and Wilmowski, like, always are, like, fucking around all the time together. And all all you see is Wilmowski, like, oh, what the, what do you want, shithead, or something like that? And then he, and then I walk in, he's like, what the fuck do you want, dude? And then literally right behind me is the full bird or whatever, and he's like, oh, you fucker. <laughs> Before or after the V-bit hit the gate? I don't remember. <laughs> Bad security. 
Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was oh, the funniest. Talk shit. about. I would like to talk about bad security. Do you remember when we had we got there? We occupied Fob Wit, and we all like had to go on top of the dumb because because the company commander <laughs> and we're all like the company commander. I have some backstory on this. So we so we 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 we, we, we took over the Fob Wit, and we go in, and the company commander I forget his name. I think it was Fontaine. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so he uh, so he instructed. I was I was a PL uh, for our platoon, and he instructed us. To put our platoons, like first platoon on the top of this grassy knoll, and then on on the bunker, and the other the second platoon on this on this bunker, and then third platoon's gonna like chill as a group <laughs> over here. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> and I pushed back. I'm like, why? <laughs> and he's like, just just do it. We got to get our security set up. I said, if we have to get our security set up, why are you lumping us together? <laughs> so, anyway. I, I pushed back as much as I could, and I was with uh, my platoon sergeant. Was uh, regardless, so he he was my platoon sergeant. He was in there with me, and he 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 just says what he wants to say, which is great. I love him, and he was just like, "Why the fuck are you put us up there? We're all gonna die!" Just like and right right in front of right in front of uh, I think whatever major it wasn't major. Well, it was the, it was the new major Walker. It wasn't uh, female major Walker, and then uh, two other captains and whatever, and they were just like kind of busted up laughing like. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is dumb. And I, I push back again, nothing, whatever. So then we walked out, got my orders, and I go up and I, I basically tell all you guys, we're going up there. And I, I got some chatter from, from first platoon saying like, Ooh, I'm like, I know I'm being told to do this. Sorry. So we, we everyone gets up there. And then I, uh, Captain Bain, yeah, came, it was Captain Bain. now Major Bain. <laughs> um, he just, he just promoted yeah, right Um, but he, uh, he was, he was one of my favorite facts. Him same, and I had a great same. personal back and forth, and he'll never forget me because I broke my nose in front of him. But he, uh, <laughs> that was in front of me too, man. But he, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. Um, but he walked up to me and he's like, uh, what "The hell are we doing?" So I told him, I said, "Sir, I just spoke to the CEO. This is what he said. I pushed back. I know this is dumb. Like real world, this is dumb." And I want to make sure that you know that I know that. And he's like, okay. No, you're, you're, he patted it. He like literally patted me on my shoulder. I'm like, all right, you're good. Don't worry about it. He's like, but we're going to have some fun. Yeah, he like told and us, like, like, watch this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we, I, I walked up there with him up the hill and I laid down and we got kind of in a circle a little bit. And he's like, how, how, everyone just start pulling out your MREs and have some snacks because, you know, whatever. <laughs> and he was, he was dead serious because he's like, you guys got 15 minutes and I'm going to, I'm going to th start throwing Artie Sims. <laughs> it was our squad. Our squad. He was like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, you guys just chill, play dead. He was like, everyone else yep. is going to get yep. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he was, dude, he it was, was so great. He was so cool. He was definitely my favorite tag. Like, well, he, who? he went, he went and chewed out the CO, Captain Bain. And what I liked about him too yep. was like, you could ask him anything. And he would just tell you how it is. And also, like, actually, he would teach you. It wasn't just some bullshit, like, oh, whatever trainee, like, fuck over there. <laughs> like, it was just like, hey, like, no, this is, I understand that you don't understand this. I don't want to explain it to you. Yeah, and he was, and he was cool as shit. Like, he'd treat everyone, um, you know, like, they were infantry. He was like, he had that expectation. And I remember one thing right. that I, and what I, the one memory that I really liked that he did, he was kind of bogus, but at the same time, it was like, he makes, he made a really good point is whenever someone could really sucked at a stick lane, like, all right, turn around, and then he'd have us like vote this guy out. It was it was pretty like brutal, but 
you know, it made a really good point. And it kind of made it seem like what we were doing, you know, um, not only mattered, but like that the people that were busting their ass for this and like doing what they need to be done, like, yeah, like they got to pass this guy, even though he's going to be like non immature or whatever. It's still, I don't know, it, it had some like validity to it. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It does crack me up because you guys, for all intents and purposes, have never been in the Army before OCS, right? Yeah. <laughs> and all three of you yeah. have stories about being at the talk during phase three. And I stayed as far the fuck away <laughs> from any sort of headshed <laughs> shit as I possibly I didn't, I didn't go, I couldn't tell you what it looked like on the inside. Not once did I fucking go in there. And I don't know if that's like the EOD tech in me. That's like the EOD tech in oh, me. Oh, yeah, we probably got fucking. Runs away. Or if it's like the fact that I've yeah. been in the army and I was a specialist for long enough to be like, Nah, dog, that ain't for me. Because, like, you learned so much. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I probably would have learned too, but my brain was like, nope. <laughs> I'm going to go build shelter and pray. <laughs> yeah. I don't drink coffee. I've had one cup of coffee in my entire life. Yeah, it was. One. And it was only because the man that poured the, cop- the cup of coffee, I respected way too much to tell no. And then he poured some of his Tennessee honey <laughs> in the coffee and was like, here you go. And he gave it to me, and I was like, well, I'll do it. you're here, I'll do it. and uh, all right, and I drank the whole cup. That was the only cup of coffee I've ever drank in my life. That's impressive, man. Wow. I can't operate without, like, I two just in the morning. straight IV that shit, <laughs> if I could. I yeah. That. Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. I, my, my, my routine usually is, like, <laughs> my routine, my routine's been, like, two cups of coffee and a monster, and then, and then I go on a run. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna die. <laughs> No, I'm 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 joking for the most part. There are there are mornings though that exist that I do that because I have to. Yeah, your plate carrier picks. You do look like you had two cups of coffee and a monster. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I got my first, I got my first drill check for like being a O1E, and I was like, being an officer is fucking dope. And then I looked at my AT check, and I was like, this is way better than being enlisted. (laughs) I made more money at a drill than a E7 with 18 years. God, that's insane. And I'm just, a, I'm just a boy. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so we were talking about, talking about prior to uh, hopping on the podcast, but I got a new job, and I uh, I have Bullock in January because of the nature of Bullock, and I've been confirming with a couple of people who have been to I Bullock for infantry. Uh, other than the few times you're in the field or you're there for an extended period of time or whatever, it's essentially plays like a nine to five, and you have weekends off, and and that and that's awesome. Um, but I also like I'm not really sure about like okay how much expectations are or whatnot. So who knows? But regardless, if I can put in just ten hours a week or maybe fifteen hours a week of just like piddly work that I can do on my laptop from my hotel room at Bullock, that's enough to at least pull a half a salary of my current new job, which is pretty good money. And then on top of BAH and Army pay and whatever, it's like oh. I'm going to buy a house very soon, thank God. (laughs) Wow. So I thought my 240 when I go to Bullock was good from the federal government. I'm just going to shove that up my ass and try and – we're going to talk after this. I'm going to get a job where you're at. Yeah, for real. (laughs) So, Kogan, how are you liking the new uh, for-profit gig, if you will? Yeah, it is definitely for-profit, definitely a switch. Um, So far, it's good. uh, I'm still kind of learning the ropes, and and when when I'm – quickly learning is that it's a kind of a transitionary period in the company's uh, 
programming and, and, and okay. hierarchy. So they're, they hired me on and they're basically going to use me to replace a current team leader and I'm going to be the team leader. And then they're getting my, my, my type top secret. So I'll have that in a couple months, however long that, ta- that takes to, to work out. Um, so that'll give me a boost in salary as well. Um, and, uh, it's basically just, I'm in charge of the program and we're going to hire another legal consultant and we're going to go through all this stuff. And we're basically building this thing up from the ground up. And it's kind of interesting. I, I, it's a way different world than I ever thought I'd be in, but it's, it's, first of all, the hours aren't, I mean, you kind of make your own hours. You're expected to, you know, it's a nine to five, but it's, if I want to work six to three, they don't care. Um, and it's also like come and go as you please. I'll probably be Monday, Tuesday in the office for sure. Maybe Wednesday, but remote Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Well, I have a TS. Awesome. If you need to hire yeah. a low level employee that you want to pay, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what your credentials are outside of being a bomb tech. Uh, we can talk off the episode. The internet can't handle my credentials. <laughs> 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 no, but for real, this place is hiring like like a banshee. So. Uh, well, it's uh, and I also if I hire if I if I, my recommendation uh, of you leads to a hire after six months with a TS, I get a five thousand dollars bonus. That's a great. That's awesome. Oh, you shit. get a twenty five hundred dollars bonus. <laughs> that's awesome that I get the other twenty five hundred dollars. Brian, what God. are you going to? What are you going uh, to do in the in the old nasty guard? Uh, infantry. I just found out my uh, first drill <laughs> date. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but Illinois, like. I'll be honest, man. It's uh, I feel like it's notorious to be kind of discombobulated. It's kind of a mess. You know, they didn't even know I existed until about two weeks ago. <laughs> no, literally, yeah. I, like, came back. I was basically – they basically had me in a list by accident. So I was just kind of sitting and, like, I could have – like, if I didn't reach out to – again, like, I, I could have just skated for the last year and, like, never – but then I would have missed my bullet date eventually, um, or the bullet time frame. Well, let me tell you guys real quick, in case you're, in case oh, you're wondering to... real quick, I'm going to hop in. Uh, if you have to change your bullet date, apparently your brigade commander has to sign off on it. I can let you know that from experience, my bullet date was supposed to be 31 July, Fort Lee, report date today, and then I applied for Applied for oh, this, sure. uh, this Congressional Wounded Warrior Fellowship through the Wounded Warrior Foundation and applied. And, and the guy was like, hey, we need somebody because it's election season. We're going to need somebody, you know, between now and November. Like, that's the most important time. And if you're a bullet, that doesn't help us. So we'd hire somebody else. And I was like, well, I'm going to roll the dice and bet on myself for once and not bet on what makes sense. So I bet on myself and I told my battalion I got the job and I, that I was uh, or that I was working to get the job and I believed I was going to get it. So then. My my readiness NCO set up some crazy thing about some something some job that I didn't have, and then the brigade commander was like, "That doesn't make sense." So we had to have a call, and the colonel was like, "What the hell is this kid trying to do?" And I had to like explain it all, and then finally they sent it, and he was like, "Okay, I guess that makes sense. We'll move his bullet date." And then I got offered the job, and I was like, "Thank God." <laughs> so uh, if you want to move your bullet date, it's more of a big deal than you think. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that with the fact that my moving my bullet date was easy as fuck. What's because you're a dime a dozen, I, baby. You're, that's probably two out right. of the four. Honestly, but I, I, yeah. Well, so I, I, I showed up for my first drill, and uh, they showed me. It's like, yeah, you're apparently a bullock next month. I'm like, no, I, I don't. And they're like, yeah, you do. And it's like, okay, well, I just start. I just got a new job offer, and I'm starting that. I can't just leave. And they're like, all right. 
And then they, he, I signed a, a, counseling, a counseling with my, uh, uh, who was it? It was like my readiness NCO. Yeah. And, or training NCO, I think it was. And he just, he just hand jammed it and said, all right, well, I'll, I'll send it to the sergeant major and whatever. And, you know, they'll just make sure you know. And it's like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, because I heard we were on a conference call earlier and your name popped up that was upcoming schoolhouse dates or whatever. But I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if he knows that because we haven't seen him yet. I'm like, yeah, no. So I'm like, January, please. He's like, all right, cool. So I would never go back to TAC, but I uh, would go back for one day to watch them on the parade field like all those people watched us. That's the the one thing I would go back for. Yes. What what was it? They said uh, a failure rate. In the summer, it was like way worse because of heat stroke. Like people were just passing out left and right. That I can't imagine. Right. Yeah. But they were telling me like they had at least one person a day. Like, dude, I can't imagine doing land nav in the summer. Casualties. I talked to I talked to my guy from South Dakota, my buddy, dude, I, and he was like, "Oh, it sucked." And I was like, "Bro," because he went in the summer in South Dakota, and that's obviously very different geographically than than Alabama. And I was like, "I don't know that I would have passed land nav in Alabama in the summer." Like, very honestly, the first time I ever did land nav. In the army was at OCS. I've been in the army eight years. <laughs> I did, but some other guy was like, "I got this," and I was like, "All right, brother, here you go." And I just like teetled along and followed him. And like whenever we did land nav, uh, we had four tracks. We had like Garmin four tracks, and when they were like, "Hey, like you know, here's your map, here's your whatever," get to the point that you know you're you're going to have these resources in, in in real world. Like you're you're never going to be out alone as as an EOD tech. Like. So here's all the resources that you would ever have to use. Like, go yeah. do it. And I, I won a land nav comp once with a, you know, with MGRS and Fortrex and, and I got a four day weekend Donza out of it. It was like, it was dope. But then I was like, oh no, I got to actually learn this at OCS. And I told, I told the guys in my unit, I was like, first time I ever learned how to do land nav. <laughs> LT lost jokes. And I was like, first time I ever learned, I had to learn at OCS. People failed. People got sent home and they were like, are you kidding I, I liked it. I thought, I thought it was like the why last few days. Why didn't, you're yeah, but why didn't you guys just like write down the coordinates in a notebook and keep it on your person at all times? <laughs> Dude, I was in the room. I was in the room when they were doing that shit, trying to help. And I was like, because, you know, they brought people in, in that past. I was never in the to room. go help. I was like, help. But I was like in there helping these people. And then like, next thing you know, they're doing this shit. And I go up to Big Sarge and I'm like, Big Sarge, I'm a help. Like, he's like, he gave me this look like, I mean, I understand. Yeah. Like, you kind of saw what's going on. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a part of this. How has that never happened before? And they do it. I guarantee they do it. They do it it's on a purpose. It's integrity. That, like, they want to yeah. test me. It's a bummer that, that this is recorded live and we can't talk fast shit about the people that were fucking up. And we can, but I'm not going to. That seems, <laughs> that seems like, uh, like a bad idea because this is forever. Yeah. The internet's forever. And I don't want to talk well, fast shit here, about people. I'll, 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 I'll start off. Alex Hawkins uh, was the conspiratorial brainchild. That is behind. nothing but a lie. <laughs> you have, wait, did did all of you guys pass first? You guys passed first first time. So I, uh, I was it, when was the when was the tag there? Was it our was it our first time or the second time we had to do? Because the first time was like not graded, but if you got a five out of five, you passed. Was it the time after that? Was it a one star? The A tag, third time. So when he was there, oh, I, see. Yeah, I went yeah. in there. Is, is, he, is he? So is he the A tag or is he just a one star in the state? So the one star's in there, and I go in there and I toddle in, and I don't know. I was like, I don't know, maybe I got four out of five, and I hand it to him. He like he grades in. He's like, you know, candidate, blah blah blah. And I'm standing there, I salute him, I do the whole thing, and he was like, 
you got two out of five candidate. You suck. And I was like, very good, sir. <laughs> Without a beat, Major Walker looks at me like, very good, sir. And he was like, get better at land nav. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> I like, went out. <laughs> just fucking looted and turned around and fucking went out. And she just, she was like mad that I had immediately responded. He's like, you suck, candidate. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> just without missing a beat. <laughs> and I just walked out. And then I was like, well, I probably can't fuck this up again. And uh, fortunately, didn't. I think I got, I got four out of five. Like, I think you had to get, was it, you had to get four out of five right to pass? Obviously. Yeah. Yep. You got four out of five without yeah, cheating, no. which is cool because I'm not great at land nav. <laughs> but I'm not going to Obelix. <laughs> Was it you that, like, I ran, so I lost my light. Like, I had no light. Was And I ran into, like, I don't know if it was you or someone. And I'm literally just doing this shit with fucking glow-in-the-dark, like, the fucking compass. And I'm just like, I think I know my steps from here. I, like, literally, my light was, like, flicking on and off, and then it just went to shit. And I, like, launched this thing in the air. Got stuck in a tree, and, like, I ended up, like, walking up to people, and I'm, like, looking at my compass. I'm like, like hey, can I use your light? And these people are like, what the fuck? Like, where's your light, dude? <laughs> I'm like... I'm just, I just want to get the shit over with. Like, I fucking know my stuff, so, like, let me get the fuck out of here. And, like, thank God someone gave me one of those dumbass L flashlights. I ran into someone that I that from our platoon. Like, and I was like, yo, and they're like, Mac, what the fuck? Starmpit <laughs> the Creta. Oh, he was a legend. He was great. <laughs> I, bought, I bought my wife uh, one of them Japanese fighting fishes. And she wanted to put it another one. I had to tell her no. <laughs> Dude, every every time every time we had new people in our platoon, I'd be like, "Hey, saw a piece of Krita. He tells about how he shot yourself <laughs> in the foot, <laughs> and then he brought he brought the bone. He brought the bone in. That was no. awesome. And he like showed us. <laughs> no, no. So when you guys were the reason why I brought that up with the tax shack, uh, Kogan, when you guys were in that room like doing the um, I forget what the hell you guys called it, but with like all the, all the commanders and everything during uh, phase three. I remember them asking, yeah, the talk, and they were like, hey, like, you want to stay here or dip? And Big Sarge comes in, he's like, hey, I need a few people, Big Mac, come with me. And I was like, Big Sarge, you know I got you, so I go with Big Sarge. Dude, we don't have admission for, like, five hours. Big Sarge picks us up, drives us to the middle of fucking nowhere, and, like, he's like, y'all can take a nap, whatever. And I'm like, we're just hanging out, listening to music, shooting the shit. And he's, like, feeding us, like, all this yep. crazy food. He's like, yo, I got ding-dongs. I got all this shit, Ken. He's like, remember who takes Dude, care of you. So oh, I yes. did that. I think it, was, it, it must have been, like, the day after you did that. Because it was, like, me, fucking Craig, and, like, two other people. And he was, like, I don't know. It was, like, Dornbush, and it was, like, us. And I was, like, we're fucking going with him. And he was, like, hey, I need four candidates. And we were, like, us, we're going. And then he, like, was going to bring us back, and we are like, no, we're staying with you all day. And he was like, all right. And then he was like, here's these bag lunches if you guys want them. And he was like, he was like, keep the pudding buns out of the bag. I always get a whole bag of food for my candy. He's like, you don't better not tell nobody. So we like, eat the food. And then we were like, yeah. he was like, I'm go inside there. And we, like, sat in the truck, and we, like, pulled up lawn chairs and just sat and hung out. We had an entire day with him, on our entire day. And, like, like it was the best day with him ever he's like we're gonna lay down some real hate with that thing like <laughs> at the 240 and like <laughs> and then he's like all right let's go back and then we were like i don't know whoever it was like raj raj and some other people were like it's our turn and we were like nope you guys suck it's our turn again so we got we just got back in the car with him. <laughs> like, three missions with him and skip an entire day with freaking sergeant clark and it was the best day ever i'm glad that you had a similar experience Oh, it was so good. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome, man. And he like took us off like off the base kind of. Like he was like we're like just driving around. He's like, Oh, we don't want Miss Miss uh Miss Walker finding us. <laughs> I was like, All right, man. <laughs> no, but then we had um uh, we had the uh the one senior uh instructor. The guy that like reminded me of Bill Cosby. Did he, uh, like, did the he same touch voice. you? <laughs> <laughs> did he make he made did he make you a he made, he you made a strong me drink, drink. something. He made me drink something. <laughs> but it was like Mia Wolbowski and uh, Danipal. And he like said, of course, us three like, fucking around all the time. So he like gives us some shit. He's like, all right, like, I want you guys to go over there. He's like, I don't think you guys are going to do anything, but just pretend you're doing something. We like set up this whole like extravagant like bunker and we cover our leaves and they like forgot about us. <laughs> so we were there like all day sleeping. We woke up eight hours later and he like comes over. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, you guys were supposed to get ambushed, but no one ever came. And he's like, I hope you guys got some good sleep. And we're like, fuck yeah, man. That was great. Then, like, me, Craig, Nettie, a bunch of us just strung up a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, dude, we just strung them up and we yeah, just, like, blocked yeah. the sun. Just... Dude, everyone was just passed the fuck out. And, like, if you didn't get out for it, you were pissed at everyone that did. You were, like, looking at it. Well, like, oh, Alex, weren't, you. I was with you guys. What wasn't, Pier was with us, too. What didn't he pee on the side of the road? Like, it, it, like, and we kept on making fun of him because he was like, <laughs> it was like in broad opening daylight. So you, so you know where the tree line is? So like they were at the top of Trench Hill and then we would go hide and sit at the bottom of the hill, correct? So there was like that little kind of yep. where there used to be a shack, like concrete area. And we were like sleeping there. And then Peter's like not drunk ass, but drunk ass, like goes out and just walks to the tree line beyond the tree line where the base is. And he just whips it out and he just starts peeing. He was like peeing towards everybody and we were like bro there's a shop at there's a shop at what are you doing bless his yeah. heart he's, he's great you know here. drew i almost i almost saw here that was I, I was gonna say i almost saw here he was uh you guys know he lives in alaska yeah. and he posted on, on yeah. instagram or something that he was visiting family in baltimore because he's from Maryland. yeah i saw that and i was like you're in Balt. You're an hour away from me. What the hell? And I'm like, I'm. I'll, I'll drive an hour to you to say hi or have dinner or drink. Not drink. He's Mormon, but whatever. And That's caffeine. Nope. Can't and uh, <laughs> yeah, except no. he drinks energy um, drinks. Kool Aid. Well, um, I love you. But I'm here. like, you know, whatever. So I hit him up. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hey, well, what you know, what, what's up, man? I, obviously, I know you're busy. You're here with family, whatever. But if it ever works out. And it, it ended up not working out. We were, I was going to drive out there, but it was, with traffic on the time, the hour of the day with DC, it was going to take like three hours for me to get to him. So I'm, it didn't work out. But I was like, I almost got dinner with Pierre. You know, I will say, Brian and Drew, I don't know. You yeah. guys, so right. it was me, Kogan, uh, Craig, and Pierre. And our bunks were like, Kogan and Pierre were on one bunk. And then it was me and Alan, or uh, it was Kogan on one bunk with Craig, and then me, and then Pierre. So, like, we would have yep. night talks every night because yep. we were, our bunks were right next to each other in the same squad. Yeah, you guys fucking kept us <laughs> yeah. up. And Pierre would yes, fall and asleep. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> probably, <laughs> but, like, we would be in the middle of a conversation with Pierre, and he would be like, <clears throat> and he would fall asleep. And I hate people like him because I it takes me an hour to fall asleep. I don't see as he was better because we had an hour and a half of sleep every night so I could fall asleep faster there. But, like, he would, dude, in the middle of a conversation, Kogan yeah, would say out. something, he would be like, Pierre? And he would just be out. And me and Craig and Kogan would yep. laugh. 
And listen, we barely kept you up. There was lockers. You couldn't hear us. Shut up. Oh, man. There were nights where we were we were loud, though. We were laughing hard. Especially, like, Pierre would give us embarrassing sex stories. <laughs> I just remember the time when my uh, when I was last in my in the peer review. <laughs> so I came over to you guys all day, and I was like, I'm just going to pretend I'm with you guys. And, like, I lined up with you guys. <laughs> I was just like, fuck oh, no. these people. That, I'll never forget. So uh, Pierre, Pierre was, I think, fourth in the peer evals at one point. And then the second, the second, I think two Bravo, he was seventh. He dropped. So C- Craig, I, and, and Hawkins, we were like, all right, we're going to move all of his stuff to the other side of the bay because this, you're not, this is the top four area. <laughs> Dude, Heimer's Dude, awesome. Every, he, he does woodworking. Every time I get hand wash my hands, I think you wash your hands to clean it. You sanitize your hands just to kill the germs because you'd walk down the line and he'd be like, you wash to clean. You sanitize to kill, and then yeah, yeah. and squirt it all in our hands. And every time I sanitize my hands with my brain, it lives rent free in my brain. <laughs> Fucking Hyrule being like, "This is to kill the germs." And I like he, he he was he was awesome. I that's that, that that's my medic. Hashtag oh, hundred percent. He's great. Uh, Everybody man. else. It's uh, favorite oh, cold weather gear. The waffle top. Did you guys have you guys bought the waffles that we had yet? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh they're so good. No, what, bro. Yeah. I oh, yes. My brother-in-law came over, and that's who okay. came in at the beginning. He uh, he was like, "What the hell is this?" Because I have them, and I bought them at Kroger, <laughs> and you can put them in the microwave or the toaster oven, and they like they taste exactly like the ones we had at OCS. And he was like, "What the hell are these?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, we had them at OCS." And he's like, "I mean, were they that good?" And I was like, "It's all we had to live for." It really, it really wasn't. They like purposely fucked with us, man. I'm telling you, they like stopped serving them. I, I'll never forget the, the the amount of like self-loathing I had whenever I was like in line and then they weren't there and I'm like why did you join the army you fucking piece of shit <laughs> dude I've never eaten that much cake in my life <laughs> listen I only ate cake on days that counted only a day every like time a phase or like we finished a test yep. that's when I ate a cake so I started with that and then I was like I made another day piece of cake fuck it so- <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like by phase two I was so eating the cake every meal that, that civil <laughs> thing that I do, the Air Force Auxiliary like volunteer thing that I do. The second week of my AT, my entire Civil Air Patrol, like the entire state was doing their like basic training at my base that I do my AT at. So I told my incoming commander who him and I were the only ones on AT, we did all the inventories for his change of command. I was like, hey, like whenever I'm not doing stuff, I'll be over with them. And he's like, all right, cool. So I like spent most of my, the second week uh, when I wasn't doing army stuff with them, like volunteering and hanging out and one of the guys there uh is a e9 in the air guard and one of the other guys is a major in the air force reserves and they were like talking to me and they're like oh are you you know you know blah 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 and i was like well i won't make captain until uh i get company command and that could be this many years between them they were like oh everybody in the air guard just gets hired into a major slot so like if you're a lieutenant you're in a major slot and you just promote all the way to major in the air guard everybody that joins the air guard just can promote all the way to major and then after that is like that's when it be, that's when it becomes competitive and i was like do you know an air guard recruiter phone number how can i like because for me like yeah. it's possible that i don't get captain for like eight years in my unit the guy taking command now will do it for two years and then there's the xo we don't have an xo but we have an operations officer that's two years for him and then there's two other so four total guys two four six eight eight possible years before i make captain in my own unit which is wild, but like that's how the army guard works. And they were like, "Well, that's silly. You should switch to the air guard. Go to you know Intel 
air guard bullock, if you will, go to your tech school and and then you're you're in a major slot and you can make it all the way to major and then you have to compete for for light colonel. And I was like, like that's a legitimate consideration for my career career progression. I have Stockholm syndrome and I don't want I right. don't ever want to leave EOD. I love it. I love every single minute of it. But like as an officer, I do a lot <laughs> less of it than than as a you know E five, right? Like it's very different. So that's something for you guys to to know and can and I don't know how it is in the infantry or Drew, are you going quartermaster? Yeah. Yeah, you're going quartermaster. <laughs> Not your head. Quartermaster. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for quartermaster. Admin. Artillery. No, we, we, thumbs we can't, up. We can't hear you. I just. Artillery? I can't hear you. Give me. Could you not? Do you know sign language? <laughs> I'm super frustrated. <laughs> One, three, thirteen. Do you have you're, three, you're, thirty-one? You're, you're going to be penis in is thirty-one. Three inches? Thirty-one. Bravo. Small penis. All right, we're just going to move on from that. But the air guard, the air oh guard will come in as uh, as a major. So, like, if you guys are worried about captaining, worried about career progression, like that's a that's a real thing to think about the air guard. And now that we have our OCS, or we can go to the air guard, and be like, I'm a commissioned officer, and they, in theory, should should take our. Uh, if you don't have any, you know, commitments, like I I had a uh, I signed for a six year contract in the guard for a twenty thousand dollar bonus that enlisted. And that'll carry over. So if five years from now, in theory, I should be able to switch over to the guard unless I can do it beforehand for career progression. But like, just, just know that if you guys get, if you guys start to get fucked and you're like, I've been a first lieutenant for six years, like that's not normal. So my goal is, uh, to go civil affairs. So, but I'm putting in time as an infantryman. And after, after I become a first lieutenant guard or reserve, uh, I think, I don't think. They only have reserve. Is it only command. reserve? Okay. There's some National Guard, uh, like, assistants, whatever, but it's usually just, like, specialists as admin people. Um, so, but, so once I, I'm going to put my time in as an infantry officer, um, and then when I get to first lieutenant promotable, I don't even think I have to be promotable. I think I have to have certain time and grade as a first lieutenant. Um, I can essentially use a civil affairs qualification course as my captain's career course. And then I go into civil affairs. I'll probably still be a first lieutenant, and then I can rank up within that unit. Yeah. And then I'll be a civil affairs. I'll I'll go airborne. Um. And then uh. Do you hate your knees? I'll, that's or... what I want to do. Is but I hate I, I hate myself. Oh, <laughs> why don't you just go to ranger school? <laughs> well, I'm that's. Yeah, I was actually going to ask that. So go get an offer. I'm I'm seeking it out. Just know that ranger you, school is the okay, easiest cool. online. I mean, I'm doing army too, course but... you can take <laughs> to get that tab. It's a 40-hour course. You can do it in about two hours. You get the Ranger tab. I, I, I found it on LinkedIn home. Learning. Is that the same course? He's going to kill me. He's absolutely <laughs> going to kill me. He's going to come to my house, and he's going to kill me. I, I've spoken to a lot of uh, NCOs, current service, prior service NCOs, or my friends who have served in 2nd Battalion Ranger Regiment, they, they either PSYOPs or whatever, and they've done the shit. They've been Special Forces, a couple of Green Berets, and it's like, that's who I was mentored by prior to actually joining the army. Sure. So that they have an expectation that they set forth for me is like what, how horrible officers have been for them. Sure. And then I've heard from all of them that if you're going to be an officer or a leader in any kind of combat capacity, you better fucking go to ranger school. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. For me, it's like the, the reason why I joined infantry to, to start is because I want to have access to, I want to go to mountain warfare school. I want to go to jungle school. I want to go to ranger school. I want to go to air assault. I want to go to airborne. 
and just because it's fun, I want to do the thing, you know? Yeah. I, I, I like, I like suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's you what know, we want OCS. So it's the like, army oh, needs you know, boys shit like and you. To push yourself and like when I, my favorite thing. <laughs> hey, if you get was that late was when Leahy when I would be like, oh, that was just a two week online course. And Leahy would just pick me up with his big man arms and throw me over his shoulder, and he'd yell at me, and I'd be like, ha ha ha, and I'd just be bouncing on his shoulder, and I'd be like, crazy bats not real, and then he would just lose his mind. <laughs> but as a force multiply. It's not a force multiplier. Dude, what would I always say? My favorite. <laughs> I would always just be like, Rangers! <laughs> Every time he was around. He fucking hated that Girl, shit. We can't uh, hear well, you. You know, so this is actually a funny story. The other one the other one was like, oh, am I a ranger now? I would always ask that every time we did like something tactical or something. And I was like, get a bumper, is my ranger now? Get a bumper assault? <laughs> am I ranger qualified now? Can I put the tab on? Or... <laughs> I don't, did I tell you guys? I had a uh, me and me and my my buddy who him and I are both out. Uh, we had a ranger school. Our our battalion or seventy first ordnance group, which is a brigade level asset, was going to send us both to ranger school. Him and I had a ranger school like a rasp rasp slot and then a ranger school slot. And him and I were going to go. We were like the best E uh, fours in our battalion that could go. And my my grandfather had passed away, and he was a uh, he was a. Uh, a Vietnam vet who was paralyzed from the waist down, uh, or Bronze Star with V for Valor, and he passed away in December, and we were supposed to go to Ranger School in the summer, and his his funeral at Arlington ended up being in August. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm not going to Ranger School. I'm going to go to my grandpa's funeral at Arlington because he's getting full military honors. Like, I will not miss that. There's nothing you can say. And my, yeah. my first sergeant was like, I totally understand. Go. Yeah. So I went. Yeah. I went to his, his service and then I came back and uh, they were like, Hey, when do you want to reschedule your dates for it? And me and my buddy like sat down and we were like, fucking let's go to ranger school. Let's fucking think about it. We started watching videos and we were like, Oh shit, we'll go in the winter. And we're watching dudes like on the ranger, line, you know, ranger fucking dropping into the water. And it's like 35 degree water. And I was like, ah, and then we started watching a little bit more about like winter ranger school. And I was like, ah. and we started, we were like, well, what? do for us in EOD like it doesn't help much like I'm a support person <laughs> technically like I'm the man behind the man behind the gun like you know on an ODA team it's different <laughs> right but like mostly EODs like end of the convoy I don't know that that's like I don't know that we need to go to ranger school and him and I were both like Meh. and we told our first sergeant we were like we're just gonna skip that that slot that you gave us and we ended up not going and then he went on a soft deployment and got all he had a good time and got all fucked up. He's out now, but like, he's okay. But I, he's okay, but not okay. If that makes sense. And uh, him and I were like, you know, yeah. we talk about him. We're like, yeah, man, it's a good thing we didn't fucking go to ranger school. Yeah. Like that shit would have sucked. We've just been sad and hungry for sixty days. Like, good on dudes that can do it. It's an incredible challenge. And like, go if somebody offered me the chance now, would I probably go as an officer or would I go like to, to go to go probably like and be sad and miserable, like, it'll fucking suck, but so did OCS, right? Like, if I can do OCS, if I can do, if I can make it through Ranger and just suck it, yeah. like, it's, I, which I, I think I probably could, I'm hopeful that I could, like, you know, maybe it's cool to have yeah. a tab, but, like, it didn't do anything for us, and was like, let's just, let's just skip that. I went to his funeral, that was way cooler, uh, you know, that meant way more to me, like, we'll just move on. <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys this, um, I might have told Alex, uh, well, since we are all bunking together and being giggles at, at night. Yeah, because we're best friends and uh, Brian and Lady, friends. But go on. 
Um, no, but Leahy, uh, I didn't really get interact with much until like two Bravo, two Alpha, yep. and I got really close with with Craig, uh, obviously, and and we were we were close buds, and we were talking about our lives and whatnot, and then and I told him about my my close buddy who actually served in second bat. But he was like, your friend was in 2nd Battalion for the Rangers? And I said, yeah. He said, have you talked to Leahy? And I said, no. And I, kind of, I, I knew kind of who he was. I never really spoke to him much. And then I, he's like, go oh, talk to him. He was in 2nd Bat. And I said, oh. I talked to him. And I said, hey, do you know this name? And and, and this name and this name. I knew, I knew three guys. And he's like, holy shit, yeah. And I'm like, small world. And I'm like, that's the Army. And when I got back, I talked to my buddy. And he's like, I had no idea he was uh, going green to gold. That's crazy. And then come to find out that Leahy actually moved to the same area in Fayetteville where my buddy lives. Who, and I'm down there all the time to, to visit. So uh, Simmons and Leahy and uh, my buddy and my other buddy and I are routinely in the same city. Oh, shit. Uh, so it's just it's kind of funny how it all, just, it all just comes together. Yeah. So a man and I went to Europe and we were in, uh, we were in Barcelona in Spain. And I went, we, we booked a tipsy tour, like, go check out the sites and, you know, while you drink wine. And we were like, all right, let's do it. So we booked it the day before. And we start this tour. It's me, Amanda, my wife, uh, the tour guide, uh, a woman who was a astrophysicist student studying in Germany from Russia, which was super fascinating. And then another guy, and he was a uh, Air Force officer. So he sees my bracelet. And he was like, hey, hey, man, are you in the U.S. military? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, Air Force? And I was like, no, nah, I wish. And then I told him I was in the Army. And him and I him and I got to talking as we started drinking. We're doing two different tours throughout the night. And uh, he's like, yeah, I went to the Air Force Academy. And, you know, he waited. He wasn't like a total ring knocker. He was like, you know, like two, three hours into the night kind of drunk. And he was like, oh, I went to USAFA. And I was like, oh, fucking when? I was like, I was stationed in Colorado Springs. And he was like, oh, I was, uh, you know, I was class of blah, 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 blah. And I was like wait, do you know this person? And he was like, yeah, she was the wing commander our senior year. She was in charge of the entire cadet corps. And I was like, holy shit, I knew her and hung out with her before she joined the Air Force. And then when her and I were in Colorado Springs, we hung out like every other weekend. And he was like, you know Sarah? And I was like, you know Sarah? And then I was like, do you know this person? And he was like, yeah, she rolled a year because she took a year off and then she came back and she was a year behind me and I was like yeah I went to ring dance with her which is the ring which is the the, the dance that they like get their class like air force academy ring and I was like I pretended not to be in the army because she wasn't allowed to go with an army enlisted guy and we went to the we went to the I went to the ring dance with her and he was like holy shit so I sent them a snapchat those two girls and they were like oh my god what are you doing with fucking mark and I was like we met each other randomly on this fucking trip in fucking barcelona spain and even I got fucking batshit drunk on red wine because he just kept ordering bottles and he like he was going through some life stuff and like it was just so wild because we he was like bro I booked this this morning on a whim like I can't believe we fucking ended up in the same place like it's so wild that you like no matter where you are in the world you probably know someone that knows people that you know like Kogan your story is like that, yeah. that's all that makes me think of is like when I met him it's crazy he was yeah. fucking awesome we got drunk I like threw up out of an Uber red wine. It looked like red vomit. It was super scary. My wife was like laughing. Like the dude, we got to the hotel and the guy like kicked us out because he didn't want me to throw up in his car. But I was super polite. He was like, "Hey, sir, please pull over so I can throw up." And then I threw up and didn't throw up in his Uber. It was great. I just remember there was one night, like it was right after I was like first sergeant or something, did not sleep, and you come up like all polite, <laughs> like, "Hey, uh, I'm sorry, man, but I really need you to do CQ." And I was like. 
oh, I fucking hate you so much right now. <laughs> it was like me and Wamowski were so pissed. And then we like ended up going down there. We sat down. Somehow Wamowski yeah. and I were bunk mates like the whole time. And uh, we ended up going downstairs. And I like sat down, did like the paperwork or whatever. And I blinked. And next thing I know, someone else came to relieve me. And I was like, and Wamowski said, we were both just passed the fuck out. We had no idea. It's just literally we blinked and we're out. Like that's, that's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. there, there were you there were two instances of, of, of fire guard slash CQ that I I distinctly remember, and so I'll start with the first one with with, with Raj, and it was fire guard. I don't know, Alex. Uh. I think you, I think you were, I I don't know. Maybe you all were right there when I blew up at him, but um, I think I, I was in leadership of some type. <laughs> um, but he was just like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do it. I was I just I just laid into him like you fucking lazy piece of shit. It's like this isn't just this isn't just for funsies. Dude, God, Dana Paul and I went off on him. I felt bad. It was ba- uh, Captain Bain was right there, and uh, we were getting pissed because, and I forgot what happened exactly, but he like screwed up communication or something. He was like yelling at us, and Dana Paul was getting yelled at, and then Dana Paul and I just like went off on him. Bain was just yeah. like, just let it happen. He was like, yeah, because he knew totally okay. Bain knew go off on this fucker. I just couldn't wait for that uh, hand yeah. to go in <laughs> I just, I, he was like, I was like, he has to go to Seer and he'll have to go in the box. And uh, if he doesn't want to do Fireguard, that's fine because he'll be in the box. And uh, Fireguard won't the matter battle. then, but he's going to be real Definitely. sad at Seer. <laughs> he won't make it. He won't make it to Seer. Uh, second time was uh, so uh, you probably remember this better than I do, but uh, when Jeffrey got so pissed off, um, they it was it was because it came back around and we had, I think our platoon had it. Or that that area had it again, and it was Ruprecht was the company commander. It was right before us going out to platoon sticks, and uh, he was so Jeffrey was just bitching and bitching. I was platoon leader, so I was explaining to him. It's like, hey man, so it is. Like, I, it sucks to suck, but like you got to do it. And he's like, no, why don't you go down to play, you know? Why don't you go bat for us? Why don't you help us out? Why don't you? And it's like, well, you want me to go tell? Like, if this was real army, I'm not gonna go tell my company commander to go fuck off. Like, that's not. Like that's not how that works. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plead my case. For the most part, I'm not gonna do that, and not over this. Sure. <laughs> and pick uh, your battles. But like, oh, yeah, yeah, pick. We're right. That that's the whole point is pick your battles. And it's like, <laughs> so I, I was talking to him and talking to him, talking to him. Like, if you have a problem, like, go talk to Ruprecht. Like, if you want to, like, this is just, this is just all make believe land. He's down the hall. Like, go talk to him as a candidate. I don't give a shit. And then, speak of the devil, Ruprecht had walked up and was walking through the bay and was just taking a, a direct path somewhere. And I said, "Hey, Ruprecht," and he's like, "Hey, he's like, hey, one of uh, one of us has a problem with your whole plan for whatever." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, really?" And I said, "Yeah, Jeffrey, here's the company commander." And then Jeffrey just like told him, "He's like, I don't think it's fair, whatever, whatever, whatever." And Ruprecht, Ruprecht just looked at me and kind of like gave, gave me a smirk. Him and I were cool, but he gave me a smirk and he kind of just like he was kind of like, "Yeah, I love bro, what the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he looked at Jeffrey. He looked at Jeffrey, and he was just like, "That's how it is, man. Just do it. Otherwise, you know, sucks to suck." And it was like, he walked away. And I was like, <laughs> and I looked at Jeffrey. I said, "See, I helped you. I started a conversation." See, as soon as you guys hit but he, he, first lieutenant, I specifically you go, remember. Uh, you can go assess. I just specifically remember there was one day, like, it was a day we were, like, having, we were told to bring our shit downstairs and bring it back up and bring it back downstairs, back down to, like, that storage room. And, like, Ruprecht and I were, like, joking around all the time and stuff. And I ended up walking up to Ruprecht and I was like, 
how are you doing, man? And Rupert gave me like this look of just like despair, just like, why the fuck am I here right now? <laughs> It's like, dude, it's okay, man. No, it's not it's like, okay. You are staying. <laughs> I remember that day. Yeah, it was Sergeant Garcia. I remember that was day. Our, yep. Was our platoon sergeant, and I. Uh, it was when I had realized, like, I wasn't going to be doing any crazy, like, any real crazy shit at OCS, and I had left my my ring in my stuff downstairs, locked up. And I told him, I was like, I pulled him aside, and I was like, hey, like, my wedding band is downstairs. And like, I feel weird without it. And I know that we're not going to be doing any real wild shit. I would really like to go get it. And he was like, he was like, all right, let me see what I can do. So he went and talked to Captain Morris. He like got the keys, talked to whoever he had to talk to, started strong, like got the keys that he needed and went down there. And he was like, hey, let's go down there. And he was like, you know, only grab your ring, blah, blah, blah. Don't grab anything. I was like, okay, cool. And I like grabbed my ring and I grabbed my, and I grabbed my charger. Yeah. And I went and I grabbed my charger for my, uh, my headlamp. Cause like. They were like, you can use headlamps, but you can't recharge them because rules. And I was like, dumb. So I grabbed my like headlamp charger and like threw it in my pocket, and he wasn't paying attention. But I got my wedding ring, and like, it, it, like Drew, it really did make a difference. Like being able to wear my wedding ring, and I like, I can't imagine if wow. I had lost it, dude. Like I would have been fucking devastated because like being able to just have that as like a distraction. Because I play, I'm not wearing it right now, obviously, but like I play with it all the time because I, I think about it. I think about it all the time. Being able to wear it, like information and just when when dumb shit was happening like it was a nice distraction to think about like my wife is also my rock like i totally empathize with that a million percent and like was able to like have it and he sergeant garcia was so fucking cool to not be like hey fuck you candidate you should have thought about that before he was like yeah brother let's go get that and he like he let me do it and i like can't thank him enough for that because that helped me get through that much longer but i will say day 17 i went up to dorm dorm bush and i was like (laughs) bro i I was like, I, I quit. I'm done. They they broke me. They won. They won. This is what they wanted. I'm broken. I got nothing left. And he was like, he came to my bunk and he sat and he was like, hey, buddy. And he like talked to me for a little bit. And I was like, and I was like, Dorn Bush, I'm done. I can't, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't play the fucking game. Then the army. can't do it. And I'm a child. I don't like it. And he was like, and he talked to me for like, I don't know, half an hour. We talked and bullshit. And he was like, you're going to be all right. And then I was like, maybe. And then he like, he was like, well, I gotta go. And then he left, and I was like, this will be alright. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, he gave like, it was like yeah. life advice. Like, yeah, he's, he's, how to he's a great shit. guy. He was, Do you remember you know, when, uh, him and I, him and I, was it the phase three? I think Milo, hang on, my, Milo's was it, was point, it, was though, it was phase uh, three when the first sergeant came in and oh. told us we couldn't say who anymore? Which I haven't said yeah. in years because I obeer my unit if yeah. I say that. So like, Dormush and I only said it sarcastically, and then he was like, if you say it, you better do push. You have to do push-ups. And then there was one time when he said something. Dorbush and I were both like, ah! just super sarcastically. And Dorbush and I looked at each other, and then the first time we looked at each other, we both just got down and started doing push-ups. Oh, so that that reminds me. So i I had my first I had my first drill last last month um, with my new unit, and uh, one of the guys he's like in his fifties. He's retiring, and he's a uh, he's just started first class, um, but. I, I was sitting down. I'm just a new butter bar. I'm just sitting in the supply room and we're just kind of sh- uh, sitting on our hands because there's nothing, nothing to do at the moment. And I got up. He w- walked in, new face walked in. So I got up and I, I went out and I extended my hand. I said, you know, I, I introduced myself. I'm, hey, I am new with the unit, whatever, whatever. And, and he's, he looked at me after he shook his, I shook his hand and he's just like, whoa. And I was, I looked at him. I'm like, nerd. Like, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I felt it felt so dirty to hear. Like what? what I thought this was a real army. Like what? <laughs> and then I found out he was retiring, so I didn't care. Listen, I'm my not in favorite. The real army. I'll be the first. I'll be the first to tell you I'm not in the real. Army. <laughs> I tell people when I talk about going to draw, I say I went and played army for the weekend. I'm a nasty yep. girl, but like my guard unit, nobody gives a shit that I'm a lieutenant. Like we're all on the same page. I just happen to do the draws and I happen to sign the. I happen to be the RSO now. Like nobody gives a shit that I'm a lieutenant. Everybody's on the same page. We just do our job. It's very. My job is very different than the real army, which I will say. Drew, your job will be very different than than Alan's and Brian's. I will say. So like, we just all got to know our different lanes and how it's going to pan out. I I don't know. Drew, you kind of cut out there. You say forty two alpha. Is that what you said? All right, audience, we just want you guys to know. <laughs> Can't hear him, but uh, he's 42 for alpha. The record. Dude, I, I literally, Fort, Fort still sucked, man. I was there for basic. That was brutal. Um, Do you have an eyeball look yeah, day, Brian? Who's gone? Oh, you went to your no, first he just found out he was in it. We talked about it. <laughs> no, I still haven't even been to my, I, my first Dude, drills in like two time. weeks. <laughs> Yo, okay, can I tell you about my first drill? This is, this is a fun story. Yeah. So I go to my first drill. I I I didn't get really much correspondence from anybody. I had my 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 battalion Same. XO is a captain. He I was on an email chain with him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I went to bat for you at the at the you know the, they do a draft type deal when they're picking out who they want to be one of their new lieutenants, and I want you to be for the unit and whatever. I I, I like you a lot, so looking forward to having you on board, whatever. I'm like cool. And I emailed back. And I said, "So first drill." Like what's going on? Because am I just bringing am I bringing a camel back and 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 acting like a like what am I doing? And and, uh, and I know I never I'll never wear a camel back again. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I'll carry my canteens on my. Head. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I bought I bought more Molly pouches for like to have like seven canteens on my waist. It's for the troops. It's for the troops. <laughs> my plate carrier is just a bunch of canteens. It's full of can- fucking canteens. <laughs> <laughs> Especially they're full. Fuck you, Brian. So anyway, so I-, I had to write a fucking essay. <laughs> so I, I, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. Like, this first drill, what do I need? What kind of gear? What are we doing? Um, and then uh, I didn't hear anything. And then I sent another email, and I copied it in one of the readiness NCO and whatnot, who had been emailing me about some other administrative stuff. I'm like, what should I expect? And he was like, oh, uh, here's uh, the commander's uh, number. It's like, okay. So I text. I well, I called him and he didn't answer. So then I text him and just said, "Hey, I just I just left you a voicemail. That's me, whatever." And he called me back right away. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't pick up because you have a four one four number, which is Milwaukee area code. I still have the same number I had when I grew up." Sure. And he's like, "You know, robocalls, whatever." It's like, "Yeah, it's all good." And, and uh, we talk. He's like, "Yeah, so we're planning on maybe staying out in the field. So just bring whatever you need for that." And uh, and uh, yeah, it's whatever. And I'm like, first of all, this is my, well, How many days I, uh, was, uh, this was a Muta sure. eight. So it was, uh, four, four days. And, uh, okay. so I was like, okay, but I also like this, like, obviously I've camped before. I know how to take care of myself, but this is the first time I'm doing army outside of trade So I don't know what's allowed or not allowed. I'm super new. Like, I don't know. Can I, what can I bring? What can I do? I don't know. Why didn't know you ask clue. an adult? I'm an adult. You can bring I, whatever the fuck you want. You're a lieutenant. You're an officer. You can bring a whole <laughs> fucking grill if you want. There's no rules. I, <laughs> I, 
I know that. I know that. <laughs> I know that now. But the, like it was that 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 deer in headlight moment where it's sure. like, oh fuck, now I, I have to like you know. So anyway, so I I just kind of asked him some dumb questions. He's like, no, 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 you're good. Just you know whatever. And he's like, you know, we might not even go in the field. I'm not really sure. I'm like, well, okay. And so I I, I show up. Yeah. So I show up and he's, he's a first lieutenant, but he's, he's a stand, he's, he's an acting commander. I should say he's the rear, rear detachment commander. Sure. Um, because our, the like three fourths of our unit right now is deployed to, uh, Egypt. Oh, cool. So I'm, uh, I show up and he just, he meets me somewhere. We get a coffee and we, he's like, all right, well, this is, you know, we're just going to show up here and this is, you know, whatever. And we're, we sit and talk like bullshit for 45 minutes outside the building. <laughs> and I'm just like, I kind of, I was open with him. I'm like, I don't like, this is, this is my first time outside of Tradoc. Like, honestly, I'm just like being a hundred percent open. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And he's like, no, that's fine. Like, he's like, how old are you? And I said, 28. And he's like, huh, I'm 27. I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. And he's, he's been a first <laughs> lieutenant for some time. And doing the thing and that's fine but i was like okay well i'm just gonna be a puppy dog to you all weekend and i'm just gonna follow you around is there anything you need me to do he's like no no no, no. just just meet and greet whatever i'm not gonna throw you into the shit i i'm not gonna have you do a bunch of administrative stuff i just this is just gonna be a weekend because for the next nine months our three-fourths of our unit is are in egypt and i just want you to meet the guys who are here you know you'll be their platoon leader and whatever we'll just you know get to know each other no big deal i'm like okay so we uh, I sit, I sit in the supply room for like six hours doing nothing. And I'm, I'm feeling guilty because a couple of them on our computer doing a couple of administrative work, but not really one of them's watching. It was, it was when the Roe v. Wade crap was happening. So there was news going on. So one of them had C, like CNN and MSNBC and Fox and like three different squares on their, on their computer watching, just like, you know, doing this. And that was the first sergeant. And then, uh, he, the company commander was just doing some oddball stuff and just sitting and we were just talking the shit, shooting the shit. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here and play on my phone, I guess. I don't have anything else to do. I changed my bullet date. I guess that was productive. Um, and then, uh, and then it's like, all right, well, uh, you know, that's it. It was like three thirty, four o'clock. I'm like, are, so we're not going to the field. He's like, yeah, we decided not against it. Whatever. There's not really, not really worth it. There's not really much training value in sleep. All we're doing is going to sleep. We'll go out in the field and play tomorrow during the day, but there's no point in sleeping out in the field. There's no, all it is is just sleeping on the ground. I'm like, I respect that. So uh, we, uh, we come, we, we come back in and, uh, he's like, you want to go get some food and, and a beer? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I, no, I knew we could do that, but it was like, it was still weird hearing that and doing it. It's like, okay. So go have a beer. He, he bought, he bought a, a meal and had a good time the next morning. I'm like, so what's our hit time? What, when are we, when are we showing up? He's like, nah, I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they got something to do at like five or five or six and whatever, but we can, you know, roll in at like seven or eight. And I'm like, what? And we, him and I go to the, he drives me to the, uh, one of the coffee shops on, on post. Um, get a couple coffees, uh, call one of the, the sergeants says, Hey, hey, do you want a monster? Yeah, man, thanks. Get a monster, co- show up, hang out for a little bit. Him and I walk around, uh, the base just shoot, having a good time. And then later that night, uh, it was, I think we got off at like four and he's like, All right, well, uh, will you have, you have any plans? I said, No. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, I, I might get some dinner with, with some buddies, but I'll text you. I said, okay, sounds good. And uh, and we're staying in the same barracks. Unfortunately, because of the way uh, Pennsylvania's, the, this specific post works, it was squad base, but you have an officer bay, and it, it's it's whatever. And for a week, I don't care. Um, but he was like, okay, well, uh, I'll let you know. 
he texted me. He's like, I'm not going to go out. I'm, I'm going to actually go down to my friend's house who's 20 minutes away and, and just have a beer with him. So, you know, feel free to do whatever without me. I said, okay, sounds good. Thanks for letting me know. So then I, I don't know anybody. Willemowski's there on base, but he was only there for two days. So he was gone already. And so I, I, I Googled, like, what's around the area? Because I'm in rural Pennsylvania. And there's nothing around. There's like two bars within walking distance, but that's, I don't want to do that. So then I find this cigar lounge and it's a nice whiskey bar. It's like 30 minutes away, but I'm like, and I, and this is my first time like on my own. I'm like, I, 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 I had to ask myself, is there a, is there a rule? Like, do I have to be within an hour? Do I have to be, is there like, I don't, and I, I honestly wasn't sure. And I, but I, I, I'm like, no, it's not a rule. It's dumb. That's a dumb rule. I'm big boy pants are on now. This doesn't matter anymore. Shut up, Alan. So I, I drove to the cigar lounge, had a cigar and a couple whiskeys and, and went and got some pizza and, and just, and came back at like midnight and didn't give a shit. Woke up, did the same thing, sat on my hands, did nothing. We walked around a little bit. We went and did, uh, I qualified on, uh, the new SIG Sour. Yeah. Uh, they're which nice. was cool. That was, they're really oh, nice. Shit. 27 out That's of, sweet. was it 30 or 20? I don't know what it is. Out of first time, that first time go, baby. My first man. time go, Hua. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah so anyway so we did that and then then uh that night he's like we're gonna go uh we're gonna go to the, this bar so it's, it's a line dancing bar i'm like what I'm like yeah and we're gonna they're doing it because they're gonna celebrate we just had a big battalion formation uh these couple guys are, are etsing and it's uh, and they're retiring and whatever and mo- i found out most of them are etsing because of covid they don't want to get the vaccination which is an interesting dynamic to hear actually see firsthand but uh wow. so they're yeah they're, they're leaving, and uh, it's like, okay, we have the formation. They gave them their ETS awards and shake their hands, whatever. It's like, all right, let's go party. I'm like, okay. And, of course, it's infantry, so I know what I signed up for. We go to this bar, and apparently it's, the, it's this whole thing that they everyone goes to this bar. It's a thing, and it's not to line dance. It's to people watch because people watching in a line dance bar is fun. And so we go there, and it's oh, a $7 yeah. cover charge. I'm like, why the fuck? Well, okay. So we... <laughs> I go to the ATM and pull out like 40 bucks just to have cash on me. And we go and we start, they start ordering shots. And I'm like, oh God. And it wasn't like Jack or things that I can enjoy shooting. It was like Rumpelman's. And I hate, I hate anything taste that tastes like mint. Fucking I, I love like Rumpelman's. Mint. So they were ordering all that. I'm like, okay. And then the seventh <laughs> shot came and I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm going to order a shot. And then they were all like proud of me because I'm like this new butter bar. I'm like, oh, this guy fucking, he fucking rocks. Let's go. I'm like, yeah. You're all retiring, so it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> but, but uh, a couple people who, yeah, but a couple people who were staying around over there, so that was fun. But we, so we ordered that and had a good time, and then it's like had a couple more beers, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna go to the casino." I'm like, "What?" So it was like midnight. We go to the casino, and there's literally a casino in Pennsylvania by uh, the the uh, Fortin Town Gap that is half casino, half like live horse racing. It has a track built into it. And I'm like, where am I? And I'm with a bunch of other people. There's another guy who's a butter bar who's been there for a while, so he wasn't really acting like a butter bar. And uh, and it was just like, okay. And I'm making some friends, and I'm hanging out with this, like, 55-year-old guy retiring, and he's he's a great guy having a good time. And I put 10 bucks in the slot machine within an hour of being there, and I won $300. And I was like, the Army isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was just like no one gave a shit and we just showed up and it was Sunday and then we went home Welcome and I was like I was with my commander the baby. entire time 
And, and I don't know. I came home and I had that guilty thought. I'm like, is is it oh, really that easy to sham in this in the guard? Now I don't want to do that for. I, I'll have my fun times like that. It was my first drill. I'm not worried about it. Everybody <laughs> looking at the National Guard. This is exactly how it works. What's where I'm at though? So I I contacted my commander, you know, and I was like trying to reach someone. I sent an email right after OCS to someone. They're like, oh yeah, I think you're in this unit, but let me get back to you. Um, we're still commissioning you through the state because I did that weird thing where I like. Commissioned in Alabama, but they had to yeah. do the paperwork in Illinois. Um, so because of that, everything got screwed up. So I like finally reached out to this commander, found out who it was, what unit I'm in. I reached out to him, like emailed him, emailed me back right away. And I'm like worried at this point. I'm like, dude, like, do you guys think I'm like AWOL? Like, where am I supposed to be? What's going on? Like, you know, and uh, Linderos reached out to me and he's like, yeah, dude, I actually saw your name in the roster, but like no one knows you exist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, you should probably reach out before someone like thinks you're AWOL. So I like ended up reaching out to this commander. I'm like, hey man, like I, like honestly, God, like I've been trying to reach out. Like I sent him like copies of the emails, or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, that happens. Um, he's like, show up, but uh, he's like, we're, he's like, we're basically moving everyone around. He's like, you're about to get moved anyway. So he's like, just kind of show up, hang out. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, um, for Bullock, he's like, we'll get you a date. He's like, uh figure it out but that was really about it he's like we'll schedule it but i asked him like do i need to bring anything what's going on he's See, like, that's yeah, really, show up that's really fun. funny because you and alan and even drew like your guys the stories are pretty like oh i don't know where to go i went back to my unit and for two weeks i had to stay in the open bay barracks with my dudes and i was like what the fuck is this about and i my commander it was just him and i on at and then the <laughs> our at ended at a drill and they like you know we ended at on a friday saturday started our two day or our uh, muta four or muta yeah four drill it was just the two-day drill and i was like i want to draw my boqs and my commander was like and the guy you know our, our uh supply nco who's a who's muty tech was like oh we don't have any boqs and i was like what the fuck and he was like matt said we don't need any so i was like matt what the fuck is this about? He was my old PL. And I was, he was like, oh, I said, we don't need any this drill. We can just use barracks. And I was like, fuck you. One of the only reasons I went to OCS was so I could have fucking BOQ and not to sleep with the fucking troops. And he was like, and I was like, fuck you. I don't want to fucking sleep in open bay barracks. That was one of the main reasons I went to OCS. Fuck off. I'm not fucking doing this again. And it was so funny. Was like, yeah, we had open bay barracks. The officers were separated. It wasn't that bad. Fuck that. I ain't about that life. <laughs> I'm a bougie-ass bitch. Give me my fucking one well, room by myself. I'm very proud of that. There's a, there's a new policy at Fort Indian Town Gap that if you, you have to either be an 07 or... I'm sorry, an 04 or higher. Uh, or an E9 or, or E8 or higher, I'm sorry. So E8 or higher on the enlisted, 04 or higher on the, on the officer side. To buy... It's a $10 night for your own private quarters. And it's... Otherwise, you get open squad bay. Sure. And the squad, the squad bays at this place are like old as shit, and they're they're not they're not terrible when it comes down to it, but they're still shit. Let me give me some some so so the the six guys total that were staying there were three on one side of the bay, three on the other side of the bay. So it was me and two or three other guys in my forty person bay that was carpeted, air conditioned, heated. It wasn't bad, but I was not happy about it. <laughs> I'm um, a privileged well, bitch, and I know it. <laughs> I think we should like make it a pact or a, 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 a life goal, Mac, to make both Hawkins and Drew 
join the infantry just just for one weekend, one drill weekend. Just let me tell you about my. Fun, let me tell you about my to, last drill. You can weekend. play army. I coordinated with some Blackhawk pilots who were like, "You guys need the UD support," and I was like, no, "I don't," but like maybe my cadets do. Like they'd be like they'd like to look at a Blackhawk. And then they were like, all right, 3 o'clock. And I was like, cool. And I showed up at 2.50, and apparently they wanted to leave at 2.45. They sat on the tarmac with their fucking rotors on and waited for me. I parked my car, got out, and walked up to the helicopter by myself. And my buddy Mike was sitting in the helicopter, and I got in and put on my headset, and we took off and left. And then my unit was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I was like, I'm doing some other shit. And they were like, all right. And I flew in a Blackhawk, and it was super fun. <laughs> I showed all the cadets the, air, the, the helicopter, and I was like, ah, cool rotors and stuff. And I was like, let's go. And I got back, and they brought me back to my car on the airfield. That's my life, Kogan. Why would I ever go to infantry? <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair. Uh, we'll probably do this again, yeah. I'm sure. I'll, I'll, I'll bring some other, others on. Um, oh, that'd be great. Get Wolmowski. Yeah, yeah. Wolmowski. Uh, well, hey, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, we'll talk soon. Um, Hawkins, let me know when you're in the D.C. area because you're coming up here pretty soon. It's good talking to you, boys. All right, we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Kogan Conversation. This podcast is about engaging with different perspectives, values, and ideas. We want to learn how to progress conversations on important topics without assuming the worst in each other. Each month, we will tackle a new topic while enjoying a glass of our favorite spirit and shed light on the beauty of good conversation. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.